Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. Isaac, what's up, man? What you drinking, man? What's up? Hey, what's going on, Doc? I got my little uh, early morning concoction. Uh, it's about 20, uh, 20% beet juice <laughs> with a bit, about 80% um, uh, just water, man. Water. Mix it up. Shake it up. Get it going, man. Got to hydrate that body when you get up in the morning, man. So man, that sounds that's disgusting. Beet juice. <laughs> beet juice for the blood, man. It's red from the earth, from the for the blood. Gets that blood flowing and gets you flowing, man. I'm from the earth though, so I, I just, you know, I rock with what you know what I got, but I appreciate it. But anyway, man, how was your week, man? Before we get into that, how, how was your week, man? How's, how's the family, man? How is everyone? Man, the family's doing strong. Uh, you know, we're starting to to, to kick it back into to the academic role. We're, we're doing exercise and uh, just got a whole routine where we're all together and uh, getting it planned out. But the week was good, man. I got it, got it strong. Was here all week uh, in South Florida. Uh, it's the rainy season right now, so we're getting a lot of rain, keeping the grass green. But all is well, man. How, how, how about on your end? Man, my family is good, man. Wife, man, kids, man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, siblings, man. Pops, you know, almost 80. Pop's like, I ain't no more, more dang 80. I'm just 72. But, you know, he doing well. Everybody doing well, man. I'm glad. But, hey, 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 speaking of doing well, man, our Rams are predicted to do extremely well next season. A lot of people say win the Super Bowl. We say win the Super Bowl. At least make the Super Bowl, especially since it's in Cali. It's going to be played in SoFi. But we've talked about a lot of additions they've made, man, how strong they are and everybody feeling out good. But I would like to ask you, man, because – I have some thoughts. Now, I'm not going to say what you think our Rams, what is their weak spot? Because I don't think they have a weak spot, but their weaker spot when it comes to other areas of the team, offense, defense, special teams. What do you think is the Rams' weaker spot when it comes to all those uh, different units? Uh, without, without doubt, man, when you start to just assess what, you know, we have from a personnel standpoint, um, you know, we lost a lot on defense as far as our leadership uh, with Johnson heading to Cleveland uh, from the corner standpoint, the opposite corner of Jalen Ramsey, just losing that spot. You know, just to be honest, just to start the training, start of training camp, you have to really make sure that you keep your focus and look at what we plugged in in those positions, the cornerback position and the safety positions. Uh, we, we, uh, I believe we move wrap up 
uh, to become that starting uh, strong safety, if I'm not mistaken. But, you know, when you look at those situations and see what we have behind that front seven uh, and what we have opposite plan of Jalen Ramsey right now, that's going to be the main focus, I think, initially on uh, uh, the personnel that we see in training camp. Uh, not only that, um, from a, a special team standpoint, uh, the training camps are definitely the time when you want to see what you have from a special team uh, standpoint as far as your personnel, guys willing to go down and make tackles, guys who are willing, willing blockers and who are able to block, and your specialist, the guy that you have returning your, your kicks. So uh, when you go into training camp, those are the two areas I believe that we have to focus on uh, the most just to see what we have in those positions. And, and from there, man, I mean, uh, make sure we avoid injuries, uh, in, especially in the preseason, uh, heading into uh, the first regular season football game. So those are the three main spots that I say we have to keep an eye on. And I agree with you when you're talking about that defense, man, because that's one I want to see what's what they're going to do. Of course, you know, we got Aaron Donald and Zayla Rams. They're going to do their thing, man, so you never worry about them. But we are losing. A lot of key pieces, man. You talked about Michael Brockers, John Johnson, the third, Troy Hill. Both of them dudes went to Cleveland. So you had Troy and Jordan. John on the other side, you know, kind of helping Jay Ram. Well, they ain't helping Jay Ram. Jay Ram was doing this thing. But we know they had had him locked down. So Darius Williams has to plug in. As you said, Taylor Rapp, Jordan, full of those dudes. We got to count on, man. So that's what I would say because, you know, people be like, you think the Rams defense are that weaker spot? Because you got AD and Jalen Rams. I ain't talking about them two dudes, but you got nine other dudes that got to do their thing. So that's what I'm looking at as far as the defense. And plus Raheem Morris. You got Raheem Morris coming in as a new defense coordinator. I think he's only been a defense coordinator in the NFL for one year, but he was a head coach. So, but he's smart. He's energetic. I think the guys like him. I think they trust him because, you know, he has a, a great resume. So that's what I would think it is the defense, but I am confident that Darius Williams can do his thing because he's shown and Taylor Rapp and uh, Jordan Fuller and those other things, man. Now, speaking of training camp, Isaac, we talked about training camp coming up, man. You know, because that's the next thing we do. Training camp. When we'll yeah. see them. Now, you had a lot of training camps. I had a couple. But you had a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let, let, what was your, your your worst training camp moment? Can you even remember? Uh, training camp, it's, it's a different time, Doc. I mean, you definitely have to get your mind ready for it because, you know, you're going to be in a, a, a place. Let's say, you know, you've been out of college for about three or four years. You actually go back sometimes to a college campus and live in a dorm. So you're in a dorm room at times. Uh, all of my training camps were pleasant. I, I can... I think if I thought hard enough, I can sit back and, and pluck out some things that I truly enjoyed about training camp. Number one was always the food, man. I mean, they fed you well. Uh, yeah. It was there. Uh, it was uh, pl and plentiful. And it was good. I mean, I, we were fortunate to be <clears throat> on uh, Western Illinois campus uh, having most of our training camps. And the food was just amazing, Doc. So, uh, number one, that was, that was something good. But, you know... Uh, it was always the drive where we would drive from St. Louis to Macomb, Illinois, that three hour drive doc, it was probably one of the worst drives, uh, you know, in America. I mean, yeah. based solely on, you know, what you see out your window, it was, it was strictly cornfields for three fourths of the drive. But, um, 
you know, just the experience itself, being able to be around the guys, have a common goal, uh, start to gel and build chemistry with, you know, from a quarterback wide receiver standpoint, from a, uh, uh, offensive tackle guard standpoint, just building that cohesion with guys, seeing them every day and just strictly talking nothing but football doc. So those are some of those moments that I miss when you talk about, you know, what I miss from the game, but just, just not, not really preparing for, uh, uh, one specific game, but preparing for a season, getting your body right with this same guy. We got that routine. We get up in the morning. We have some breakfast. We do some devotion. Uh, and from there, you know, we we walk over to the practice field. And, and the, sometimes the same uniform, you know, T-shirt, uh, hoodie on, and some and some flip-flaps. I don't know what you call them, but we, we wear those flip-flaps. And that's pretty much all you have on. So those moments were priceless, man. You, you're building relationships that still last to this day. And uh, I can still see guys, I can still see my walking mates, Todd Light, Keith Lau, Roman Pfeiffer. We all walk into the to the uh, practice field. And, man, we go battle each other for three and a half hours, twice a day, and then go back in the dorm and build that relationship again. Sometimes I'm mad at probably Todd Light. He's probably mad at me for what happened on the field. And I can I can expect some, <laughs> some fireworks that second practice because of what happened in the first practice. So, I had great memories in training camp, man. And I, I'm sure these guys, you know, they're building great memories as well. It's a little different, but at the same time, man, uh, it's still football. It's still hard and uh, everybody can't do it. Uh, we were two people who were fortunate to be able to go through training camps, professional training camps and come out on the other side. Doc. Now, it's, it, yeah, yeah, you're right, man. All praises, man. But it, it's man, it's hard for me to say you don't have a worse training camp moment because I know I have a couple of because it's, it's your rookie year, especially in L.A., man, because it's a difference now. But I, I do say the difference college tra college camp way harder, way harder than NFL camp. Oh, my gosh. I was like, is this all it is? But that adjustment, man, because NFL training camp to me, this was the adjustment. It wasn't really the running, the conditioning or the hitting or none of that because we did. It's just the fact that. A lot of times they don't let you get to bed at 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Then they wake you up at yes. six. It's like, come on, man. What the? I got to, first you got to check the room. I got to, I got to open it. You got to see me. So I got to be up like I'm in jail. Then you wake me up at six o'clock. So that was one of my worst. So, I mean, that adjustment from college to the NFL that first year in LA, that what that didn't bother you at all? Well, I tell you what, I mean, my first training camp was at the University of Irvine. Uh, right there in Southern California. It was 70 degrees every day, Doc. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, I, the adjustment of, of really having to learn the game of football, being able to get off the line of scrimmage versus some seasoned veterans, Doc, it was, it was humbling and humiliating a whole lot of times. Now, when that second, tra that second training camp happened in, in uh, Maryville and in, in St. Louis, where, where it was 95, <laughs> 95 degrees heat, and 95% humidity, Doc, i seen guys fall out left and right, man. But you talking about just, just the atmosphere itself lets you know that you were in training camp. And this, and you're no longer in Southern California anymore. So just those moments right there. I can, you know, I've seen guys uh, on, on my, on, on my uh, hall in the dorm, uh, you know, they, they, they uh, hated being awakened with that little blowhorn. Yeah. At the end of the hallway, Doc, you want to see some guys angry and want to fight the person that's blowing that horn? <laughs> yes, sir. You do. You do that on the veterans' wing. No, they they hated that, Doc. I hated it. I didn't like hearing it. But uh, it, it'd be some fisticuffs. Guys definitely didn't want to wake up to that sound in the morning. 
And those are big facts, man. Now, my, my, my two worst training camp moments. Well, one of my one, one of my one of my eye opening was when I first got to the Rams camp, man. You know, I, they had me at fullback. I ain't like playing fullback. I was a big tailback in college, but coach the coach put me at fullback for a couple of years, man. But when I played tailback, I was I was running shots. So I first get to the Rams camp, man. I'm in fullback. We doing it. I don't know if we were doing team or nine oh. I think we were doing team. So I'm in a three point stance and you know, the ball snaps. So I don't know. I wasn't lackadaisical, but you know, everything moves a lot faster. So before I even lifted my head up, man, it was able to take my finger off the ground. Robert Jones came through and smacked the hell out of me. I was like, did they let this dude in? Is this part of the hazing? But that's no, that's just, he was a vet. He had won a Super Bowl with the Cowboys. He just knew how to do it. Man, he smacked me so hard. That's, that's one. And the other one was, I ain't gonna even lie, bro. And for people who don't know, during camp, uh, a lot of times when we had off days, the vets would leave. So Isaac left, but he would let me stay in his room because I had a roommate. He did. He had a TV, you know. And this one, this was one of my worst, bro. I, I mean, I mean, you took your Range Rover key, which, but you had a spare. I didn't know how Range Rovers worked. I just thought the key worked. I, I said, "See, I'm finna dry this. I'm finna dry this joint." So I go down there and scoop nothing. I'm like, oh, shit, nothing, not knowing that the key wasn't programmed. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I go back to your room, man. You come back. I ain't said nothing. You're like, man, what's wrong, what's wrong with my truck? It won't start. I'm like, bro, I tried. He was like, man, that's the key. It ain't programmed. So the whole truck shut down. You had to send it off. I don't know how much it cost you, dog. I'm just glad you didn't charge me because they had to come get it, sent it off. But thankfully for you, man, I appreciate you. You didn't go off on your boy. I was like, oh, I felt so bad. That's one of your worst training camp moments. It, it was, yeah. I mean, I, the so, first one was, huh? You compare Range Rover with Robert Jones smacking you in I your mean, mouth. I, Robert Jones was the one. That's the first one because back from from then on, I got the pace of it. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I got you. Okay. So now, tempo. I, I I got I got I learned the tempo. So from okay. then, cause from that moment, dog, I put a couple of cats on their back. Then when I when I finally convinced them, like, come on, coach, let me play tailback, man. That's what opened their eyes. They're like, oh, this, this one run the people over. You know what I'm saying? So no, that was the worst. I had okay, okay. I, I got the tempo. So yeah, the second one was, yeah, man, messing your truck up. Cause I know Range Rover caught cost you about a couple of thousand dollars. I mean, I tried to play it off, but I was like, dang, man, I know he ain't gonna charge me because I ain't they ain't paying me for about five, six, seven, seven, four, eight, nine hundred dollars a week. This training camp. So I ain't got that at loose. So yeah, that was my two, man. I appreciate you, brother. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you. No, I yeah. thought I thought I thought it would have been, you know, having to sing your alma mater uh fight song when you when you got in the uh in the mess hall, man, when it was time to eat. I, I truly enjoyed that moment making guys, you know, for, particularly first round picks, you know, kind of humble is a humbling moment to get up in front of everybody, especially a lot of guys that you haven't really uh met or build a relationship with and sing. So just that part right there is humbling. It's always good to see that part of training camp. Hey, but see, this is what you don't remember, though. They didn't make me do that. And this is why. They knew you and I were close. They knew I was always with you. So they okay. figured you were hazing me. I Man, I used to, during lunch, I used to go to the, I used to go to the, go eat every day, expecting them to say something to me. They never did, bro. You would have started a team. You was doing your thing. So they were like, well, that's Ike's guy. No, they never did. That's why when you would throw your pass around and say, Doc, go get that, I just went and got it. Because no one, one, no one, no one else was messing with me. 
You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I was, I was wait, I was ready and waiting. I watched everybody else do things and, you know, cats like AOP, you know, little J Mo, they were like, man, what the dog ain't. I was like, no, and I said, no, nah, not Chad. I said, you better not open your mouth, man. Cause me and you gonna fight. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I didn't have to. I figure, I figure Harold Green have you doing a whole lot of stuff too, man. You know what I mean? Harold Green, a seasoned vet, you know, from Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, great running back in his day. Uh, SEC legend with South Carolina. I figure he have you really doing what you should, what you need to be doing as a rookie. Now that's that's a that's a great point. Now in camp, he didn't, but during the season, he did. Ag, <laughs> you know, Ag, you know, he talked like this. He all cool and stuff. Ag, yeah. you know, he feed he feed us with his family, me and you. But you know, if we if we just so happen to go out. Hey Doc, man, let me get that grandma yeah with that cream, man. So that was him. That was him. Hey, hey Doc, let me get that grandma. He got on me you. on the grand. Yeah, he got me on the grandma yeah with the cream. So I would have to get it all night long. But if LP or J Mo was out with us at the same time, I'm passing that off. LP, you need to get that, bro, because you 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 the sixth overall pick. Take care of that, man. So, LP, Lawrence Phillips. Lawrence Phillips, yeah, Lawrence Phillips yeah. and J or J Mo, J Mo, you need to get that. Derek Harris, he really, yeah, he yeah. really didn't. He didn't hang out with us too much, but them two dudes, I'm passing yeah. it off, man. Yeah, take care of that, man. So, yeah, absolutely, man. We, we right. all had those moments, man. We all had those moments of, uh, listen, you're you're a rookie and you're in the NFL now, uh, from a standpoint of, uh, you know, what we would call hazing back in the time, and also Doc, uh, from the standpoint of, listen, this is the pros. And my biggest thing was being able to get off the line of scrimmage, man. Yeah. And I'm talking about from the third and fourth cornerback on the team, man. I had struggles getting off the line of scrimmage, being pushed into the barriers where all the fans were, were standing. So it's that baptism. They all get it. I mean, all of our rookies this year for the for the Los Angeles Rams, they're going to get it either in training camp, practice, or in preseason game. But it's definitely coming. You're going to get wet. No doubt about it. Yeah, you're going to get wet, man. So all that time you getting wet, being baptized and getting prepared, it prepared you for where you are now, man. Hall of Fame is quickly approaching, man. We about, you know, about a little less, you know, a little over a month away, man. So exciting time. So, you know, I know you got some uh, Hall of Fame information, man. You still got that that, that uh, sweepstakes going on, bro? Oh, man, still got sweepstakes, man. You know what? We're not trusting the most high, man, in his favor uh to, to to for this thing to be a success man but it's lessengage.com slash isaac man and it's one of the first of its kind man as far as uh the winner of the sweepstakes man and it's and, and here's the thing doc it's only ten dollars to get you in ten dollars gets you four opportunities to win this sweepstakes when we do the drawing and the uh the the grand prize is two round trip tickets airline tickets to canton ohio uh hotel room two tickets to the tailgate two tickets to uh, my personal private party. So you don't have to travel alone, but you get an opportunity to see my teammates. And if you're just a football fan, Doc, I keep saying this, you have to make a trip one day to Canton, Ohio, man, just to see where it all all began. Uh, some of the most important artifacts. Uh, I'm thinking right now in my mind, the, the kicker that had half an arm and half a foot and he kicked for the New Orleans St. Dempsey. I mean, Dempsey, yeah. you go in, you see stuff like that that he played in, the actual shoe that he kicked in, man. Some of this stuff is priceless, man. So the the winner of this sweepstakes, man, has that opportunity to, to partake, in, uh, partake in that. And also some of the proceeds from this sweepstakes, man, goes to my Isaac Bruce Foundation Flight 300 program. It's a program where we provide transportation uh, for college-bound students, man. We, we pay for check bags at the airport. 
Uber rides to and from the airport to their dorm. And we also do dorm decor, man, stuff that they probably wouldn't be able to afford uh, to take on their, their, their flight. So we provide that stuff, man. So letsengage.com slash Isaac, $10 gets you in for opportunities to win. You can play as many times as you want to. So uh, it, this is a, a great sweepstakes that a lot of people, football people, man, football fans, um, particularly, you know, not only if you're a Rams fan, but you have Steeler fans. You have three Steelers who are being inducted that weekend with me, Donnie Shell, Troy Palomalo, and Bill Cower. There are Cowboys that are going in to the Hall of Fame, Cliff Harris from way back in the day. Uh, Edron James, uh, Steve Hutchinson from the Seahawks. So all of their fans, their affiliates can have an opportunity to uh, win this sweepstakes. It's Let's Engage. That's L-E-T-S-E-N-G-A-G-E dot com slash Isaac, man. Go in and, and, uh, and uh, it's going to a great cause and, uh, and it can be it can wind up as a great weekend for, for the winner of the sweepstakes. But just a ten dollar investment, man. Ten dollars. That's, that's great, man. And even if you don't, yeah. I mean, the money goes to a great cause. And real quickly, before we get out of here, man, Isaac, no, now people, y'all don't know, I don't make a big deal about anybody, any person, but it's, it's like, I'm around, I think I'm the coldest person in the room. I don't care who you are. It's like, nah, you need to come speak to me. But it, that is one of your teammates that I do, I hope come, cause I want to meet him just to, just to give him some respect and be like, bro, I ain't got nothing but love for you, man. That's Oz Akeem. I ain't never met, I ain't even never met Tory Holton person. But, and Tory, I got respect. I got respect for all them dudes you ball with. But I hope Oz Akeem comes, man, because I just want to say, bro, you was a cold, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? I, I watched, man, you was a cold dude. And if you didn't have to share the rock, you know, if it didn't have to be spreaded around, man, I, that's who I wanted. I mean, because I ain't never met Oz. I, I think he a cool dude. I know you talk about him, you know, uh, uh, with all, you know, nothing but love and respect. So, yeah. That's on, you know, I don't be wanting to meet nobody, but if, if I could just meet Oz Akeem and be like, bro, I ain't, we ain't even got to have no conversation, Oz. I just want to say, man, I respect you, bro. You're a baller, man. I appreciate everything you did. Well, well, Doc, when you look at Tyreek Hill in Kansas City, yes, you're looking at, you're looking at Oz Akeem. But I think a better receiver, uh, yes. a guy who, who was a threat to go and take it to the house every time he touched the football. I don't care if he was uh, doing punt return, kick return, uh, as a receiver. Um, he was an ex receiver. He's a guy that can line up in a slot, both inside and out, and was very productive. Now, some people say that he was more fast and quick. I like to say he was more quick than fast yes. Doc, because this, this is a guy who can be in a phone booth with you. And you're trying to get your hands on Doc, you wouldn't touch it. I learned so much from Oz Akeem, man, as far as being able to release off the line of scrimmage, man, and just mimic everything he would do to the point where it started working for me later on in my career at a high, very high level, man. And I often pull him aside and say, ah, show me how you, you know, you release on this guy right here. What, what's your, what's your attack on this person right here? And doc, it was like, it would be so fast and so quick and so explosive, man, that, you know, I'd be in awe just looking at the dude because, you know, he's all a five, five, eight, five, nine, but he was strong. Doc. I mean, a, one of the strongest dudes that I've been around, he and Tony Horn, but uh, Oz, man, much respect to him and what he did for the league. Made a huge impact, man. Guys are still talking about what Oz Akeem brought to the National Football League when he played, man. 
See, man, I didn't even know you did all that with Ozzy King, yeah. man. It's just me just oh, watching him and, and knowing football and respecting him and like, man, this dude is cold as heck, yes. man. So yes. much love to Ozzy King, man, but much love to all your teammates, man. And much love to you as well, man. Once again, all praises to the most high, bro. You, you, you one of the best to ever do it. We knew that anyway before big dude. Big Dave Baker came knocking on your door. We already knew we wanted the best to do it anyway. But anything else you want to add before we get out of here, bro? That's it, man. Training camp's right around the corner, Doc. I can smell it, man. We got we got the the, the Wimbledon Championship that's just started, and those were always my markers, man. So yeah. that that right there preceded us going to training camp. And once we get into training camp, we have that U.S. Open in Flushing, New York. And uh, let you know, preseason is right underway. So let, let's get it started. But I'm excited, man. Football's in the air. Uh, you know, the stands and the stadiums are going to be filled again. And uh, it's time to get back to the business of football. And the good thing about it, man, now that we can smell training camp coming, we can actually close the damn window, man. They got to go out there. We <laughs> got to go. Just close the window. Close the door. I don't want to smell that. But anyway, man, that's going to do it for this edition of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Until next week, God willing, we out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.